Hello, lovely listeners. Today is January 15th, the year of our Lord 2017. This is Flash Black Radio with the usual suspects. Opening up the show is me, Takia T. Rich. Who else is in the building? S. Double's in the building. Slim Williams. Y'all know me. All right. Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III, also in the building. I'm Christy Hunt, having to introduce myself. And I don't really know how I feel about that, Takia Parks. Takia Parks. 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 I don't know. Now you're marrying personalities. Right. I think I think there's a little residual <laughs> anger left, left in me. I think that's what that is. And like I, 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 I will I will not right. make the mistake of calling Shoot. not the actual Shoot. physical building like this. I'm just gonna spread the blame around. She'll, okay. mu- she'll muddle through it. She'll muddle through it. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I'm too bad the audience. Won't, I'm, but it's I'm awake okay. now. I'm awake now. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Like, it's the benefit now. of recording on at a at a decent hour. Baby, I like it raw. Wow, it's a little breathy on that. Yeah, you got to put a little bit I put a little I'll be sure at the end of it. Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. You got to get a little, get a little higher. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you how I feel yeah. about you tonight. That's going to sound terrible. That's going to sound terrible. He sang all his songs like that. He's a, that's how he let Steve grow. Oh. Uh, I want to read your mind. <laughs> and know you're deep. Feelings. Oh, yeah, he just, that's how he sang. That was Alvy Show's thing. That's how he did it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna smile and agree. I wanna make it right for you. The problem is we've been singing for a while now. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know that like y'all the gonna last be able to stop. Hour. Like, Baby, show me. Is there all the breath? That's what he does. And you're just going to keep like cutting in with the like, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, finish the verse. Remember ahead, when like, he like, used to talk about like two seconds? I'm good. One, I'm two, good. Now I'm he's good. just like. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It all yeah. goes out the window when all I'm good. being hilarious. Like it's just, <laughs> that's, that's what it's about? I break all the rules when I'm being hilarious. Okay. Like, all right. You just, just enjoy the ride. That's best for everybody. That's what he said? Okay. That's all what right. she said. Slim nods his well, head. Or, you know, like, I feel like a guy would make maybe make that claim more more than a woman. I, would. I don't think anybody don't said that. Just I think somebody ride, said man. they said that, but nobody said that. We're, we're speaking <laughs> hypotheticals, but yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Wait, wait to rain on our parade. You know, that's a over cum- there, Miss Christy Hunt. It's your cumulus clouds. It was Christy Parks. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody's gonna be Parks tonight. Miss Christy Double. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Christy <up>. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate your patience as we get rolling. And we've been, we've actually been uh, goofing around a bit here before we recorded. Uh, again, this is the usual suspects. This is shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. We thank you again for following us and listening to us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes. Uh, we'll be up on SoundCloud soon. That is a decision that was recently made. So look for that. Also go to the Facebook group Flash Slash Black. You can find us the same way through iTunes podcasts. You can also find us on Google Play, although Google Play is a little suspect, so I don't know how I feel about them right now. But uh, yeah, so check us that. out. And also check out FlashBlackRadio.com. So it's all Flash Black Radio, also on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, Boom. Flash Black all the time. Flash Black all the time. So we're going to go ahead and just jump into it. We got, a, I think, what would probably be a full show. So I wanted to go ahead and just jump in. And figure out what folks wanted to talk about today. I've been personally uh, kind of on the fence about what I want to speak about. But I think I know what I want to talk about. And uh, I did want to lead off, though. So I want to know, Christy, 
Do you mm-hmm. have something you want to talk about? The apocalypse is coming. Is that is that what you want to? Is that what you? <laughs> one re- I wasn't ready for that. I, w- I wasn't ready. Okay. What is you? Is that what I you mean, wanted like, to speak what, about? Is there anything to talk about other than Friday and the potential for violence because he's dismissing like you know DC National Guard commander and like right in the middle show. It's going to be a shit show, right? Right in the middle, and then like you know because the internet crazies are stupid. Like the rumor in the right ringosphere is that like this is Barack Obama's doing because of course he would want to leave America insecure. So like the fact that he is no longer in effect at 1201, of course means that he could fire somebody at 1201. I just can't. And then like, what does that mean for Saturday for all the protest march? Because uh, one of the stories on Pop Bill- I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people on the right wing that don't even know there's a protest march coming. No, they don't because <laughs> like nobody is really talking about the protest march, which I think is ironic because I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday when I was looking, the Prince of Petworth, which is the you know blog that covers covers mostly like local DC like quality of life type stuff, um, had um, they had an article stating that that 200 buses have applied for permits to come for the inauguration. Mm-hmm. 1,200 buses have applied for permits to come for protest. Oh, okay. Can you, do, can, you do, can you do me a favor? Could you just back up a little bit for our listeners and just break down the protests very quickly? I know there's, a, I believe, a women's march scheduled. Well, there's a women's march on Saturday, and that's the only thing going on on Saturday. But there's like four or five different protests on Friday itself. So there's an anti-war, anti-nuke one in one location. There is a anti-Trump, um, anti-racist, anti-just like whatever, um, somewhere else that's on Freedom Plaza. Then there's the 420 light up where they're going to pass out 4,200 joints. Yeah, that's what I was going to speak um, out. So I don't know how mad people are going to be if there's so much free weed going around. I don't know. And people might just just have munchies, just decide to go sit down and eat pizza together. I doubt that. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I mean, only people who come high are going to be anywhere on the near the National Mall with all the security around smoking uh, a first, I mean, Yeah, I, first of all, I wouldn't okay. like not that I smoke weed at this stage of my life. Uh, it's been a long time since I've done that. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have put that on the air, but whatever. <laughs> but it's been a long time. But yeah, that would be the last place I would want to, you know, go. Is like that would blow my high. Is what I'm saying. So. Yeah, you might well, get it. I just don't want to be photographed by the intelligence community, you know what I'm saying, smoking a J at a very public event. Like, that just seems like it's not going to go well. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you know. For anyone involved. So, <sighs> okay. So, the apocalypse. All right. The apocalypse is coming. It is. All right. So, Kia, what did you. I, 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 when I was actually thinking about I was looking at you and I said Christy. So, I apologize. I did the same thing. So, my bad. Uh, Takia's double. I'm sorry. <laughs> Messed up. Apologize. Did you have anything you wanted to speak about? I, I know you got topics or topic. Yeah, I narrowed it down. Um, Dylan Roof. Okay. So I posted about this in the um, Flashback Facebook. I had to say that slow. Flashback Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, that he was sentenced to death. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to open up 
this part of the conversation to everybody else because I had conflicted feelings about it. Mm-hmm. He um, should be forced to live the rest of his life in, in contemplation. And that's how I felt. He should felt, not make martyrs of people who desire martyrdom. Especially since that's exactly what he wanted. Um, but I right. think you martyrs- had commented, Lee, that... Um, it's Catch-22, man. You understood no, how martyrs- the jury martyrs- can make this decision. Yeah. Martyrs should be forced to live and die into old age and obscurity. Because what they want is to die, you know, celebrated for their cause. And so they should just die, you know what I'm saying, locked up and obscure and forgotten. Yeah, like real martyrs don't want to die. <laughs> they just know they're gonna. You know, that's the difference between King and Dylan Roof or, you know, well, uh, I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I, but just the, I mean, so, again, I, I, underst- I understood how they... How they came Could to the have conclusion? come to that conclusion. Right. Yes, how they made that decision right. um, based on just all of the information and based on the, the way he presented himself. A total and lack of total lack of remorse. Trial. Complete yeah. lack of yeah, yeah. any sort of rem- regret, remorse. And what was nothing. interesting that I, that I thought was interesting in, in his testimony that was supposedly pulled from his personal journal while he was incarcerated was that he made reference to killing nine innocent souls, but he was supposed to be doing that to protect all the other white souls that were children and not able to protect themselves. So typically you don't look at people and call them innocent if you're going to murder them. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Like wording is very, as we've had conversation prior to us starting to record, the way you choose your words is very interesting. So I just thought that was interesting. I, I think it's... It's a catch twenty two. I I personally understand the conflicted feelings. I heard a lot of people. You need to die. He need to die. I get their anger. Um, I would I would like to say this. I have long been against the death penalty. Uh, one, I believe it's kind of not kind of. I believe it's hypocritical. One, two, I believe it's imbalanced. Three, death penalty is not. It it's it's more about vengeance than actual. You know, justice. Which None of t- our penal system is. I, about I get that, but I mean, it's it's just what I'm saying is it, one is imbalanced because the amount of people on death row in terms of people of color, they're people who have clear uh, mental issues, they're people who are mentally deficient that are on death row, uh, they're people who have obviously been you know is proven after they've been killed or after they served on death row for decades in some cases that they weren't even involved with the crime that they were convicted of doing uh there there there's some people who've been on like Charles Manson's been in jail for how long he like he like premeditated he's not on death row but he premeditated oh, the yeah, murder no, of that family right well yeah, yeah, but what I'm what I'm I'm setting that up to say, like, but at the same time, you look at the rapper Cool C, who was executed on March 9th a couple years back for be, taking part in the murder of one police officer. So it's just like it's like like how do we set the, the like the, the the value on how we determine what a death penalty merits? Like you know, so one police officer is worth more than the lives of these other people. It's a life. So I just I personally just feel that it's still murder. You know what I mean? So I and I like to think, and I, this is the part that's kind of trippy because you don't want to get into this type of uh, line of thinking. But for me, I have to look at it like if it happened to someone I love or if it happened to me, I still think that it would be wrong. And it's just like you really don't want to think about like somebody you love being hurt or yourself being hurt and like, or, you know, or taken away in, in a violent act. But, you know, I, I still think it would be wrong. It's still murder. So 
I, I heard an interesting thing on NPR radio actually on Friday, I want to say. And uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name because I, I flip through talk radio and I hear things and I just start listening. But um, uh, the gentleman on talk radio is saying it actually costs more to keep it someone alive more. for their natural life as opposed to like executing them, which I thought was that's interesting. That's not true. Well, that's, that's what that—that's what he was saying. I was like, I thought that was interesting. I didn't have time to vet that. That's why I was—I was phrasing it in that way. There no, was somebody else who countered that when he said that. Yeah, because of the appeals process, it is actually more expensive to put somebody to death than it is to. Keep well, no, but that what time out that that but the appeals process also pertains to people who are on death row because they're going to appeal that process as well because you can't put them to death without them having a right to an appeal. So they right, have exactly. they have to be able to fight that at least one time and be able to get an appeal uh um to get a stay of execution or get their sentence changed or be set free. So um yeah, I, again, I the, the the nuance and all that stuff whatever. It just comes down to me whatever. It's still murder. You know what I mean? And and I I I I think Dylan Root was a dick for what he did, and there's no there's no other way of putting it. He's a complete asshole. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, to sit there and to say, "Well, I almost felt like I didn't want to do it," but then he did it anyway. I don't believe. But he it. also said he was expecting, after firing off so many shots, to walk outside of the church and see a bunch of police officers with this hope of going like out in a blaze of glory. Oh, right, like, and said he got a chance to go to Burger King. You know, exactly. Yeah, there was that. So that's a whole nother I, I, that 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 aspect of that particular it still that still rubs me the wrong way that you know so many people never mind that Let, let's just stay on task. I think maybe the best way to think about it is that a man who was clearly suicidal walked in, committed a heinous act, and didn't actually expect to come out of it alive. And I think one of the reasons why he really wants to be put to death at this point is because he wanted to die to begin with. Was but was very clear in mission. saying he did not want um, he did not want anybody to think that this was related to mental health when they were trying to see if he was competent to stand I mean, trial. Like and I think that's But if you want to die, were, like here's the thing, and again this is, sounds cruel, but in, like in, if you want to die, you know, it's like murder suicide. You know, if you want to die, then just kill yourself. Don't have to, you don't have to take nobody else with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and here's the thing: I don't want anybody killing themselves. But if it's gonna be a murder suicide, just kill yourself. Like, 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 just, just do that. I think he suffers from what I call the Columbine complex, which is that there are these people. Well, I mean, their their situation is really complicated because, like, you had two different personality types that converged, and just it was a shit. Sh- should store in the upper proportions. But the, the the overall effect of Columbine is that people who are very unhappy with their lives, who feel very insignificant, go out and commit these mass murders before they kill themselves because they just want to be known. They just want the fame and the notoriety. And so, like, they really are just suicidal people. It's just that they also feel very insignificant and they want to make a mark on the world before they go. And, I mean, like, everything about his behavior says that, like, he is suicidal because, I mean, like, and and whether or not he wants to talk about his mental health issues, I don't think that the jury should be dismissing that. But I also feel like most Americans don't view justice for actual justice. Most people aren't interested in actually having a better 
or safe for society. Because if they were, we would just be behavior modification, everybody. Um, you know, we would be working hard to, to actually have people have behaviors that made them, you know, like able to function in society. And that's not what we do. So what we like to do is punish people because it makes us feel better. And we like to punish people because really we have a system of vengeance. It's not justice. Right. And it's not anything that's designed to actually make society safer because we have enough social and brain science behind us at this point to know that if you really want to make society better, then you will actually work on modifying people's be any social behavior. And that's nothing about jail says, Hey, <laughs> develop some social skills and get good at adulting. Nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not any positive social skills. So slim, learn how to be a better criminal. <laughs> learn, never mind. Uh, that's wow. <laughs> No, that's what jail. Develop I mean, some, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, PTSD, so that you can go out into the world and never be stable again. Right. No, it's not just that. It's just like it's it's it's, it's BS. The, what I mean by it, I'm talking about the way our prison system is set up because you put people in this position, and once they're in the system, you know, statistically speaking, that they're going to come back. That's what recidivism is. So you know that once you put them in this system, no matter how small the crime, people get so many people got put in jail over weed over the last 30, 40, yeah. 50 years. You're 800% more likely <laughs> to be uh, reintroduced. Which is crazy. To, it's like, 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 like so. In there for the first time. Yeah. So, like, if you're trying to put people in a position where they can learn from their mistakes, and, and on top of that, it becomes so apparent when people could at least back in the day, Go into prison and then go get a degree while they're in prison and do something constructive. They could do something to learn. You know, the, a lot of places now in, in prison, they don't allow you to read or have books. They don't allow you to send books. Uh, you can't get a degree or a, or a GED or something in jail or whatever. So what are you supposed to do while you're in jail? You can work on the, on the wall for Mexico. Well, yeah. you can get a GED and you can get a high school diploma, but you cannot get any uh, federal... Uh, Higher education assistance. Yeah, it's you can get swole. You can, you can do that. You can get right. Them you can do that. I just, I just, yeah. This, yeah. You can raise fish to sell at Whole Foods or cheese, wow. or make you know draws for Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> that just went or a whole another another direction. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you make a lot. There are a lot of people in the prison population that make a lot of goods that we as Americans consume and have no idea. Yeah, that, like yeah. there, 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 there was like a list that circulated, like Whole Foods. There's like a lot of that, like artisan cheese that you know people like to buy is made by prisoners. Okay. Another reason. Farm-raised tilapia yeah. raised by prisoners. Well, tilapia is Victoria's trash. Secret draws made by prisoners. I feel conflicted there. I do like Victoria's Secret underwear. Meanwhile, a Victoria's Secret catalog might be contraband, but you can make these draws. You know what? I just had such an inappropriate statement. We're going to move forward. We're going to push forward. Uh, we're going to push forward. Slim, do you have any, any type of comment or feedback you would like to make with regard to the whole Dylan Bruce situation? How you feel about it? Like, How did you feel about the verdict, rather? about Well, not the verdict, but the... The, the decision Sentencing. for the, the, the sentence. Well, it's it's funny. Well, it's not funny. That's just a term of art, colloquial vernacular um, term. But uh, when the sentence was meted, the first thing I thought was, 
Now, if they could just convict cops when they murder people, like it was like <laughs> that's like the first thing I thought. That's my first thought. Yeah, I was like, you know, because he, you know, he clearly murdered those nine people. It was like not debatable. He's also not remorseful about it. Like it was really a clear cut situation. I wouldn't have been surprised if something different happened, but this was in line with what probably should have happened. Um, I was just thinking about how, you know, the, the definition of murder in our society and under our legal system, it changes based on who's doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So Lee, you raised the interesting uh, point where you say like, if you, once you, when you execute someone, it's still murder. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But the way we define it, can you really say it's still murder? Like what's, what's murder based on how we define it according to like when a person kills another person and neither of these people are, they're not officers of the court. They're not sworn police officers. They're not a state, you know, uh, a state certified executioner. I don't know what your title is when you execute somebody. I don't know. I don't know how you get the credential to be able to execute somebody. I don't know what you got to, I don't know if you got to go through a certification program, if you got to take a training course, like, I don't know how it works, but you know, when a regular person who doesn't have any sort of credential takes the life of another person under the law, that's murder, right? Uh Because you've broken a law, you've met a legal condition that satisfies murder, Mm -hmm. right? So by the legal definition, an execution can't be a murder because they are doing something that's legally mandated for them to do. So within it's the law, state sponsored, basically, it's, yeah, it's not murder, right? So I mean, but I but think that's what another, police officers are treated. There's another definition of murder, and the definition of murder outside of the legal system is just to take somebody's life inhumanely, inhumanely or barbarously. So execution would fall under an that. execution could fall under that but then you got to look at the science behind is it inhumane is it barbarous like so there's some science that says and, it is yeah. some science that says it isn't right i'm looking at it from the moral perspective i get what you're saying and that's the third definition yeah. like and that's based but, on everybody has their own individual moral code but, but what but do even you what do you how do you define it individually mm-hmm. right but, 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 but to what Slim was saying at this point, there is actually a case to be made for is it scientifically humane because all of the drugs that they used to have available to them that made it humane are now no longer available to us because they all come from Europe and Europe has put a ban on those drugs to be sent over here specifically for purposes of execution. So like now the real controversy does exists over whether or not people can ethically administer the death penalty if we don't have access to these drugs and the manufacturers are not making them available. And then it becomes an issue of like Texas for like their last couple of executions. There's been, you know, some question about where did they even get the drugs from? Were they illegally obtained? So much so that they passed a bill in the legislature to make it illegal to inquire where they got the drugs from. Yeah, well, I can actually throw a little something extra onto that, and that would be uh, there's another aspect where there have been a couple executions over the last couple years where somehow there was a mix up in the drugs that were acquired, mm. and the person who was executed suffered severely, severely, 
you know. Well, no, and and what you're talking about, that issue is exactly what I'm talking about. Those drugs that used to make it humane are no longer available. And so they're trying these experimental cocktails, but it's not going well. So like all of these executions that have gone wrong are because they don't have the standard cocktail that they used to have. And they're trying to do a whole bunch of things. And it's just not it's. It's a bad scene. So much so that there are actually, in a lot of states, there are actually, it's hard to find a doctor who will actually be the medical professional on to site. actually, yeah, on site to oversee the execution. And I believe it's the AMA actually issued a statement stating that, like, you can no longer consider yourself in ethical good standing and oversee an execution. Hmm. Wow. Oh, cheers to them. It's an interesting discussion because, like, you all the points we're raising, you know, is it is it ever the best thing to take a life? You know what I'm saying? Is that is that ever the best thing for you? I understand that. And here's the thing, and I apologize. And I don't have an answer. Right? No, no. I I I understand, and and I understand the emotion that comes behind it, especially when you're connected to it. So, of course. When I heard the whole Dylan Roof situation go down, how it went down, especially like taking the Burger King, like nah, that can't be real. Like nah, there's right. no way right. that he got taken to Burger King after murdering nine right. people because he was right. hungry. Uh, but oh my gosh, every time I think about that, um, apologize. Moving forward, uh, I understand the emotion that comes along with it, and and the desire to want to sort of so. Uh, "Quote unquote," set the the record straight, or or even the odds, or whatever you want to, whatever colloquialism you want to use. I get the desire to want to do that, but that don't make it right. You know what I mean? I, I get the eye for an eye attitude that people might have, and 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 the natural res, uh, response that that people might have, or inclination that they might have for getting get back, basically. But at the end of the day, that don't make us better as a people. You know what I mean? And I don't want to sound judgy or preachy or anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for me, I'm not feeling it. And I, you know, I just know there have been too many people that have been falsely executed either by the court system or in these streets. Somebody just walking down the street and they were murdered and we saw that they were murdered on TV and there's some type of justification as to why they were murdered. You know, and I'm, 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 I'm personally, I'm, I'm tired of it. So. Even though Dylan Roof was a dickhead, and you know I'm not mad that he's getting killed at all, I don't think it's right. You know what I mean? It's just, it, I I just don't. You know we rely on we rely on what's legal. You know we don't because yeah, what, legal what's right, changes yeah, so quick. What's, what's right? It's, it changes so quick. What's right and wrong is difficult, and and that's the problem. As a society, it's difficult to make decisions based on what's right and what's wrong because everybody like. You know, you can have collective concepts of what's right and wrong, but all individuals aren't always going to agree on what's right and wrong. So with the way they figured out how to work this out, and that's the problem, you know, with how, you know, society is constantly growing and, and changing is that a bunch of people get together and vote on what they believe is what's right or wrong. And if enough people believe something is the right thing to do, then you pass a law. And then it becomes whether or not it's legal or illegal, which you can do because that's on the books. But then here's the problem with that, because in theory, that would even be okay. The law leaves too much room for discretion. 
It leaves room for the discretion of police officers. It leaves room for discretion of attorneys and judges. It leaves it leaves room, room for, for bias. Discretion. How about that? Exactly. Oh because God. when you That's leave the biggest room part for discretion, big, yeah. a person's biases will come into effect when they need to make a decision. Jurors need to make a decision and exercise their discretion. Bias is going to come into effect. Mm-hmm. Judges need to make a personal decision. It's like it's a it's a professional legal decision that they're making, but they bring to bear their experiences, their views, mm-hmm. uh, everything that the co- complete and total makeup of who they are. So at and the root, at the root of what you were just saying, and the craziest thing by relying on what's legal, at the end of the day, people who write these laws know damn well what you just said, mm-hmm. and they leave enough room for that to take place in the first place. Exactly. A la the Thirteenth Amendment, which exactly. is, you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, plug if you have not seen the Thirteenth on Netflix. I don't care who you are, what walk of life you have. If you have not seen that, please watch it. Please watch it because we need to start having honest conversations, not with people that are saying what I'm saying, other people who maybe don't know or look at things differently. But please watch it and like watch it with an open mind. All right. So are, are we good? Can we put that, that topic to bed? That that was that was more difficult. It wasn't it wasn't sad, but it was, you want to murder that topic? Oh my god, this, man, dude, it's just it's just so like the 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 times right now are just it's yeah, weighing on a brother, man. Christy said the apocalypse is coming. It's rough, man. Yeah. All right. So I guess we can. It's rough. I just wanted to throw this out there. I, I saw uh, on my Twitter. If I get emails, basically about people who tweet certain things or whatever, and, and your boy rents or rants previous or whatever. Rents penis. Rents. Rents. Rents penis. Basically, I guess throughout. <laughs> A mandate to President Obama, as if he could do that, uh, demanding that Obama uh, get all the Democrats in line and tell them to back the legitimacy of Trump. Can you just respect the P, Otis? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was waiting. I was mm-hmm. just waiting. I was just waiting on the response from somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw that earlier. I'm, I'm sorry. Like what? Yeah. Go we got to compromise FBI. We got to compromise President. Like I just, I can't. And everybody who 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 pipes up and is like, well, y'all should just toe this party line. Y'all compromise too. Y'all can suck I'm a dick. I'm waiting for treason. Like, when the motherfuckers gonna start saying treason? Because if this was brown people engaging in this bullshit fuckery right here, everybody would be in Guantanamo right now. Yeah, I couldn't even believe he had the the the. Balls. But he's not the first person to say it. He's just the, like the most like, recent person. Look, of you need to, to step it. up. And get your people in line and, and tell them and to support. And did Mitch McConnell come out with like that? Same, pretty much the same thing yes. at one point? Like, yeah, we, we we need to make sure that we back the president and, and, you know, give him a chance and all this good stuff. It's like when they were got on the floor and said, we're not going to, we're going to do everything to make sure we... And did. Yeah, obstruct our... Pre- the, I just think it's, I think it's very uh, interesting that now they're like, hey, 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 you guys. Let's play nice. You guys, come on now. You're not being fair. I'll tell you what was crazy. Mitch McConnell. What Mitch McConnell tried to pull was he was on on he was he was reported. I apologize. Mitch McConnell had the nerve to say that if the Democrats blocked uh, the president elect's Supreme Court nominee, then it would be a violation of the public trust. The bombs. Oh well. Which is exactly let, let, what let, they've let, done. Let's exactly let's 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 did. exactly let's remember Garland Merritt was was nominated <laughs> in like March of last year or something like that. And they he, were like, no, nope. plenty of time. Like, no, like he's All an outgoing president. Like, dude, he got like you 10, 12 months 
left on his presidency. Huh? You know what I got to say to Republicans? Petty is as petty does, bitch. <laughs> okay. All right. And Christy, there we go. Christy Hunt's having an extra aggressive day. I mean, like, I just feel like... Because, like, it's all this, like, outrage, like, oh, they're not cooperating with us. Man, y'all said the day after election, you wasn't helping out. You wanted mm-hmm. him to be a failed one-term president. Nigga, petty is as petty does. Whoa. And on top of that, let's just make it like, if, you, if your president is failing, then how, how does that affect us as a people? Because your president is supposed to preside over the, the, the well-being of this entire country. So. But he has no, no shits to we give about the well-being Trump, of this please. country. Yeah. Like right, the person exactly. that he in, uh, um, nominated to be the head of like Indian Affairs or something is like a supporter of the Dakota Access Pipeline. And like how how oh, well, Rick Perry is a part of the um, he's nominated for the energy department. He's got a stake in like people who got uh, access pipeline, but Dakota Access Pipeline. Everyone uh, he's putting in these positions is like the opposite. Yeah. Oh, what, it's like what it's opposite's supposed to be? day. Yes. The department should exist. I mean, like, mm-mm. So here, here's here's what I would like to throw out there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I hate uh, the environment. Before I'm I transition. Be the head of the EPA. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in global warming and science. But uh, uh, here's what I want to say, ladies and gentlemen who are listening to the show. I need the listeners. I don't care if you're, you, you, you consider yourself a Democrat. I don't care if you consider yourself a Republican or what type of brand of Democratic public, whether you're like a, a liberal or a vast conservative, I don't care. What I need you to understand is unless you have a couple million or more in the bank. Preferably more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, then you're, you're just one of us. Like, like if somebody's on, on Capitol Hill, typically they're, they're already rich. They're not really Democrats or Republicans. They're people who have their own interests at hand. And they're doing things to benefit them and theirs. Just like you're not included the, in that. The the Democrats that um, blocked this bill to have cheaper Medical drugs Corey imported. Booker? Cory Booker, Booker was at the top mm-hmm. of money did that we, he received. We, from was that I saw that? Was that vetted? Who who vetted that? And because I saw it, I wasn't going to mention I can't it. I, I try not to mention say? things without vetting it, huh? Cory Booker has always been problematic to the max. Okay. Okay. I mean, I again, I just want to make sure before I repeat something, it's vetted. I don't want to... There, there's a thing that went around Facebook last week and saying, like, these are the things that are going on in terms of, like, what happened. And it said, okay, like... Um, oh, I didn't see it on Facebook. It but you know, you know what I'm talking about? It was, like, seven different things that happened, like, but people weren't paying attention to. And I was aware of a couple of them, but I didn't, I didn't post it just because I hadn't vetted it everything. Vetted everything that was on there, and I didn't want to put any, any misinformation out there. So, well, it was only conservatives who were saying it was fake news because they just don't want to acknowledge the fact that the democracy is falling apart. No, yeah. well, you know, Grand like they passion. like here's the here's the idea that oh my god, it's, there's so many things that that are that's wrong with the media right now. Anyway, in terms of how it how it functions, and it's oh my gosh, it's, it's I don't even know where to begin. It's like there's like I find myself walking this line of trying to like unplug and not pay any attention to this circus but then it's like but no you have to you have to you have to pay attention to you and, have to. and then and when you do you get mad because if you you attention. don't pay attention for a day you miss out on a shitload of stuff because yeah. it's like Girl. something new it's something's plural new every day and it's like is this is this for real is this like like, that's what it, like, like, like the, the the stuff that's actually happening feels like something that would be written in a bad hollywood movie that's going on right now like if you're if you've been watching this 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 
election cycle. I don't know if you ever saw the Manchurian Candidate, but like mm-hmm. some of this stuff just smacks of. I never saw the Denzel version. I saw the original version, but it smacks. I saw the Denzel version. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have the original, so I'm a big fan of it. So I never really got into. I never saw the remake. I'm, I kind of have a thing about remakes sometimes, but I, I plan on seeing it because it's Denzel, so I'll see it eventually. But uh, yeah, man. I'm just gonna move forward. Like I, even with the the press conference that P Otis did, I was like, I can't watch this. I can't. I looked at a little bit of it and I was all, like, this is too much. He's bait and switch. That's all he is. He even is when there I was trying to, to watch like people. some of the confirmation hearings for Sessions and um, Uncle Ben, I was like, nah. Let's talk. Let's talk about Sessions right quick. Um, y'all heard about the the letter from oh, Coretta, Coretta Scott King uh-huh. thirty years ago. Nine pages. Yes, yeah, citing the the voter suppression activities of one Jeff Sessions and the tactics he used in those voter suppression uh, efforts. But it was thirty and years to, ago. People and to look change. at it at thirty years ago today, the same things are being done. Just how 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 are we here, and how how does everybody think that this is cool? You know, I was watching C-SPAN. One day this week, and there was a guy. Um, I, I guess it was must have been Wednesday because it was like a, the first day of the confirmation hearings. And this guy who was like friends with Jeff Sessions, like he's from Alabama, he was a politician. He just kept saying over and over again, you know, Jeff Sessions is the choir boy. He, he's just a nice man. And I'm like, you know, racists can be nice people. I mean, to the all white people who like they live You're around, they might even be nice to the black people who serve them and know their place. But like, I don't mean you're not a racist. Like, I just know I don't your place. Hitler's friends liked him. Did <laughs> <laughs> Hitler really have friends? I mean, I think all I, unlikable people have some friends. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think some people just Mel, have people that Mel, are allies. I don't know if they have friends. Mel Gibson got friends. David mm-hmm. Duke got friends. Yeah, well, yeah, Mel Gibson probably does have friends. I mean, you know, shit, Dick Cheney got friends who go hunting with him. They Wait, are that's a, that, I don't know. Like, talking about, if you shoot me in my face and well, then I like say it's my fault. Well, not everybody gets shot in the face, though. Huh? I said not everybody gets shot in the I'm face. I'm just saying, but if I get shot in the face and then I apologize for it, I don't know if we actually friends. I think that's a different yeah. level of... No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know how that can happen. Like, I don't care what happened. I don't care. Because I survived. I shouldn't be apologizing for getting shot in the face. That's well, what I'm hey, saying. If I had pulled the trigger. better and I would have not been here. So it's all about just, like, surviving that next level. Yeah, I don't understand how somebody can be friends with Dick Cheney to the point of, like, hey, let's go some shooting non, shit. Some undisclosed location while you, where we have guns. Right. <laughs> Do people know I'm here? Like... Uh, they don't need to know that. They don't, they don't need to know any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. We got you. I just, uh. So all of this is just concerning uh, beyond just humor and fascination. It's just, it's really sad and it's extremely scary to see what we're going to look like. I mean, God, God, I hope this is only four years or less. Um, I don't think he. I don't think he's gonna make it out of the first year. I really don't. He can only like he, he didn't want to be president in the first place. No, he did not. First, first, foremost, he didn't want to be president in the first place, huh? But then we get stuck with Mike Pence. That's well, exactly. that's my biggest concern. Exactly. Now, we've said that a couple times. I think this is like the third or fourth time that we've said this. Mike Pence makes me extremely uncomfortable. That's not a better alternative. I don't think so. And he knows how he knows how politics works a lot better than Trump does. So, um, 
and he's he's also got his own issues of morality as well. Supposedly he was caught using campaign funds to pay his mortgage and groceries and stuff like that. So, uh, uh, and he got he got caught put out there for that. So, I want to I want to push past that for a second from the politics thing because I, I think we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff come next week. Uh, what I want to actually speak about is I want to talk about the uh, the need and the call for activism that some people have been. Uh, putting out there or who have been, I don't know how to put it, but there, there have been a lot of calls for um, boycotts and things of that nature. And I, I just want to throw something out there and just, just food for thought. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to do a boycott, uh, I, I think that's one of the most effective ways to, to affect change. Basically, the reason why the Montgomery bus boycott worked is because it affected people economically. And it changed people and people had to react because the way that worked is everybody was on the same page. Everybody got together, did what they needed to do, and they made things happen as a, as a unit. And that's how the, the boycott happens. Like, a lot of organization. Um, I've been seeing and stuff. it took a long time. It did. And well, that's what I was actually getting around to. So my issue is, um, I don't know if anybody saw it. Last year, there was this whole thing that went around. I got a text message and I was like, oh, we're going to boycott Target and Coca-Cola. We want to. We want to basically affect this. Yeah, but don't tell anyone. Just just text it to people. But don't. But don't put it out there that we're boycotting. So, so here's work? the thing. I'm down for you know if it's if it's going to positive possibly affect change in a positive way. I'm down. So I boycotted or whatever. But at the same time, I'm I'm thinking this is kind of stupid. What's worse is the 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 boycott that's supposed to be for one day. So like we're not gonna spend our money anywhere for a day. But what does that do? Because what typically is going to happen, if you think about it, either the day before you're going to spend your money At more, buying more things, or you or you're going to spend your money the day after. So people who are asking you to forgo Black Friday, you're going to get those deals on the on the day after. So here's what I would like to suggest. I think we need to be a little more uh, aware. And aggressive when it comes to people who have clearly shown that they do not value your dollars. So here's what I would like to do, and here's what I would like to throw out there. Uh, anybody who knows me, and I think everybody in this room, and probably Christy will probably know this, uh, I have not been supporting Chick-fil-A for a very Ever. long time. Right? Now, I will admit, Chick-fil-A makes tasty-ass Nuggets and chicken sandwiches. I'll, I'll get that out all day. The Polynesian sauce is awesome. It's fake mambo sauce, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, if you're DC from the D.C. area, up. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So what I would like to throw out there, ladies and gentlemen, is if you want to start making a change or whatever, let's start with Chick-fil-A. Let's make it a thing. Let's not give our money to Chick-fil-A. And I'll explain to you why so there's no... Great area, and if you don't feel me or whatever, that that's cool. But what I'm saying is, it works better when we're all on the same page. So here's why. Uh, some time ago, Chick Fil A threw out this whole statement. I don't remember the exact wording of it, but it was by Chick Fil A, and this was verified that they have a thing and they don't support you know the gay lifestyle of gay marriage. Blah 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 blah. Now, when they said this. Full disclosure, I wasn't completely shocked or appalled by this in the sense that. I'm not surprised when people who are supposed to be Christian, quote unquote, 
make these type of statements. So I was not surprised by this this type I'm of looking at you, Kimberell. Yeah, but at the but, same but time, but I did start boycotting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Slim did, and Slim did immediately. And like we had this conversation, we yeah. had it back and forth about it. I was not surprised, but I, my whole thing was I'm looking at it like, yeah, this is not surprising. I get, eh. I've heard a lot of people that are quote unquote Christian to say certain things, but blah blah blah. So I'm just kind of like eh, sketchy. Nobody really asked you, but you know. Second strike for me and the final strike for me, I didn't need to get to strike three, was when the whole Black Lives movement started taking off or whatever. And again, I have my issues with some of the, like, the messaging of Black Lives. I believe in what they're trying to do. How they message is a different thing and that's a whole different story and a whole different show. But when Black Lives was uh, making a statement about the, the value of Black Lives and us wanting to be considered equally in terms of our lives and the value of our lives for then... Chick-fil-A to come out and say blue lives matter when nobody was making that. That wasn't even a part of the damn argument. That to me was enough. So now I mean, you're they they got blue lives matter shirts. Yeah, for, for their, their employees, employees to for wear. their employees like to wear in the shop. Yeah, yeah. So now you're making a statement. Basically, I'm supposed to come in and give you my money, and you're telling me that my life means nothing to you. So at that point, I cannot bring my money to somebody who says I don't care if you live or die. Because what we're talking about, we're not, I don't have any issue with any police officer. First of all, let's just state, let's state this. You, you, blue, there's no such thing as a blue life. Okay? Nope. All right? They, they, they don't exist. There are no blue people walking best this, this, we this damn planet. Avatar talking about yeah, the yeah. Navi. Ain't no there are lives. no blue people walking this planet. You're a black person or you're a white person. And honestly, this is a construct. I get that. So I'm, I'm beyond that. But I understand for the, the purpose of this argument and this statement. Okay? Uh, there are no blue lives. There are black lives. There are white lives. There are yellow lives. There are brown lives. I get it, right? We're all human beings, and we should all be considering ourselves as human in one race, but we don't. And I understand that. I understand there's a whole power mechanism to that. I get that. So with that being said, there are no blue lives. There are people who are actually dying, though, and they're being targeted by people who have obvious biases and vendettas against people. And both the police, the, like the uh, the political system and judicial system, I'm not wording this well. You get what I'm saying. I'm just going to keep moving forward. What I'm saying is I don't like Chick-fil-A for the statements that they have made that were unsolicited and they were, I think, inconsiderate. So for me, I have been boycotting Chick-fil-A. So if you find an, an institution or organization like this that is of the same ilk, in your opinion, let's start talking about it. Put it on the Facebook, I mean, the Flash Black group on Facebook. Uh, uh, drop it in the comments section. Let's actually start to have a conversation about who we boy. Not, not, I'm not talking about boycott for like a couple of days or a couple of weeks. I'm talking about we're not giving them our money anymore unless their CEO steps down, unless they change their leadership and the way they're doing things and they make like a re, uh, um, retractions to their statements or whatever. Why do we need to give them our money? Well, I think there's probably a few people that have done. I mean, everybody in this room at least, and Christy. Well, Chick-fil-A is a family-owned business, so we should just take them completely off the menu because they're not going to change. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not a whole I lot I can eat at Chick-fil-A. that's a Chick good idea. But I also think that in addition to mm -hmm. mentioning companies that we don't want to give our money to, we also need to compile a list of companies that we expressly want to give our money to. Because I miss a Starbucks. I didn't drink are... coffee like that. Hmm? I said Starbucks. I didn't even drink coffee like that. But what their CEO did was like, I, I can respect what he did. Right. And, and, and then also, you know, like if it's really about like economic and social justice, then like, you know, try and keep it small and local. 
How about that? How about you know? I mean, I'm 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 often on an island, man. Like I like you know I I'm not gonna say I I do outrage because that's the that's the providence of of conservatives, but I you know I I frequently find myself being disgusted uh, by what people with means do with those means in reference to and, people and who don't motivation? don't That's, have it yeah. yeah so when i when i learn something for me it's it's immediate i say you know what they're not getting my money anymore mm-hmm. and i mean I, i've done this in many instances uh chick-fil-a is a, is a prominent example because we're talking about that right now um papa john's mm-hmm. um i deal with papa john's because uh their ceo uh, has come out making some Ultra, ultra conservative, yeah. you know, statements. And it, basically, if you if you don't like to pay your employees, or you don't like poor people, or anything of that nature, like I, I'm not gonna support your business. McDonald's when they had that whole scandal where they released that budget for employees, basically the budget was saying, you know, this is how a McDonald's employee can afford to live with only mm-hmm. their McDonald's salary, and one of the items on them. On, on the list was the, for them to have another job. <laughs> like, but you only need to work that full time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, like, there were things missing, like heat and <laughs> heat and clothing and things like that. But you, but you can survive, right? But you just, as long as you just get another job and don't have everything, then you'll have everything you need. And you we'll know, have some to, extra coins yeah, in your pockets. to live. So, you know, I haven't. I haven't purchased a single thing from McDonald's since then. I, I haven't been, I wasn't really doing McDonald's before that in full disclosure because I try to eat healthy and I don't put fast food in, in my body. But um, Chick fil A was about the only fast yeah. food that I really did, to be honest with but you. But when McDonald's released that, I was like, oh, okay. And, and here's the thing there are CEOs of other fast food organizations that may feel the exact same way, they but they didn't say it. Say it. They yeah. And once you say it, you're telling me you don't want my money anymore. And I agree with Lee. The hope is that we could have a cohesive movement, a coalition to when we target an organization, the first thing is awareness. You know what I'm saying? Like I stopped, uh, I kept hearing about people going and keep hearing about people going to the Dominican Republic, you mm. know? And I was like, well, not you guys actually know that's good that you brought that up. Don't bring y'all up know why? that they be, uh, yeah, bring it up. Yeah, yeah, so, so the Dominican Republic, they, uh, their law, their government passed a law, mm-hmm. uh, that if you are, if you cannot prove, you cannot trace your lineage if back, you cannot trace like 1900. Your, your lineage mm-hmm. back to being what like they the call 19, actually 19. Dominican. Um, then you can be deported. And what they're trying to do is basically get get, all the, get, all get the Haitians, Haitians get the Haitians, please um, get the black people out. Um, out of the Dominican Republic, get, get get the dark folk out, basically. And uh-huh. so, basically, ethnic cleansing. They passed a law legalizing ethnic cleansing in the Dominican Republic. And have been actively enforcing and, it and for yeah. the last last now two they, years. They stopped um, for a, a time actively enforcing it, and I don't think it was like a moral thing or a change of heart or something like that. There was some logistical reason why they stopped enforcing it, and I don't think they're currently enforcing it. But the fact of the matter is, they changed the law to that, and the laws on the books. And then I, I started telling people, I was like, "Hey, anytime I hear about somebody going to the Dominican." Dominican Republic, I was like, hey, you know, you taking your tourist dollars, you know, and supporting that government and their ethnic cleansing. They're kicking uh, 
color people out of just go the to country. Haiti. Yeah, you could just go uh, somewhere else. And a lot of you, people ain't going to Haiti. Let's be real. But the response I would get, the response I would get would be, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying a lot they of people. Ain't. The response I would get would be, oh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to have my wedding, or oh, well, I already paid, or you know, like I'm just trying to fuck these and, bitches. And, and, yeah, 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 something. And it I'm like, that. I'm like, you know, so it's Brazil. That's all fine. And, that's all fine and <laughs> yes. good. But the real problem is not that somebody has already made this purchase and now they can't get their money back to go to Dominican Republic. The problem is if somebody passes a law for uh, uh, legitimizing ethnic cleansing, then everybody should be talking about it right now, so all these people know before they spend their money. But not just that. Dominican not just Republic. that. There's also, and I think you were touching on it, but you weren't really like so. I like this is also the piece of what I was trying to get to. Um, we have to stop creating a rational rationale rationale for what uh-huh. is not convenient for us. And what I mean what is like, if, like, so what I'm trying to say is like, you know, if you know you like Chick Fil A and you don't really want to boycott, so like you want to do just boycott for a day, then don't boycott. Like, don't don't do it halfway. If you're gonna boycott, boycott. If you're gonna actually try to affect social and economic change and you're going to commit to it then commit to it i'm not saying you have to commit to every damn thing you make do what makes sense for you but for the dominican republic for example i just think that if you are aware of what's going on or whatever until they clean up their act and get their themselves together then maybe you can find somewhere else to go in the dominican republic other than the dominican republic See, but you you hit the nail on the head you talked about convenience the bottom line unfortunately is that People are creatures of habit. We like comfort. They're hedonistic. We like familiarity. We like to do what we know. And to get somebody to do something different from what they've already presupposed or decided or what they're used to is a very difficult thing to accomplish. And people do not like to, you know, they don't want to change something that they like, either actually like or have actually been conditioned to like and they don't realize they've been conditioned to like it. They don't want to go away from that. And so when somebody, when a dissenter says we got to do something different. People be like, but you know, yeah. And that, I, I, can we do it later? That, but I, but I also think that there is an element of like oppressed people being kind of like ignorant and deaf to like other people's oppression. Like, oh, most like, definitely. Like like totally willing to turn a blind eye. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with somebody about going to the DR. And it was like, not even like, oh, well, you know, like I've already paid for this. It was like, okay, so you're going to spend your money there. And you do realize that you personally, you person that I'm talking to, if you were actually living there and you didn't have your papers, they'd be sending you back to the other side of the island. So how do you feel about that? And like, there was no response. And I've had lots of conversations with black people about the Redskins and them needing to change their name. And they'd be oh, like, well, as that don't a fan, me. let me chime in as a fan. I've long, uh, back the, uh, the, the stance that the name needs to change. I'm a long time fan. Lifelong, not even long time, lifelong. I like, here's the thing. I understand it's rooted in racism. They are what they are. So that's my, you know, but I think you can easily be the Washington Warriors to keep the spear on the side of the helmet, whatever. And you're not denigrating anything. And you still keep you can still keep the fights on the same. Instead of saying Redskins, you can say Warriors, and you have the same amount of cadence and all that stuff. You lose to keep the syllabic syllabic count. I can't talk today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Syllabic count. 
all that stuff stays the same. So I, I don't have an issue with it. I've actually had an argument with people about it at work, <laughs> which is not the best place to have it. Wow. But at the same time, like those are people I feel need to hear it more than I do. I know how I stand on things or whatever. I mean, Christy makes a great point because, you know, you, you look at the example she gave in regards to, you know, uh, Redskins fans of color, you know, in the name of the Redskins. You also look at uh, Caitlyn Jenner and, you know, people were making they were making all these assumptions when all this, uh, you know, when she started being in the news because of the gender identity um you know uh her her gender identity and uh, when they started talking about her politics like her politics does not line up like there's no sympathy with you know women's reproductive rights or anything like that I just so, think that, that like, was she, just, she, everything she, about like, that is suspect and though. and then like you look at there's a lot of issues in community of co- communities of color and people in the homosexual in the homosexual community like there's not a lot. Oh, there's not, there are synergies there, but they don't acknowledge them, you know. Mm. And and uh, women's rights and you know other uh, oppressed, uh, underrepresented mm. segments well, of society. Well, white women's feminism versus you know exactly, like, yep. exactly. So, actually, could you actually, Christy, could you say that again? Because you broke up just a little bit. I want to make sure people hear what you said. Oh, white women's feminism versus uh, women of color's feminism. Exactly, it's not the same thing, and the interests are not the same. So, so everything is tiered and it shouldn't be. But we and we've talked about this a lot, but I like I always go back to history. The mentality was created intentionally and for this express purpose is divide and conquer. You know, when yeah. when there were when there were farmer elite and there were poor black sharecroppers and there were poor white farmers. The farmer elite wanted to keep their status and keep their money and grow. So what they decided to do was come up with a system to keep the black sharecroppers and the poor white farmers separate. So they turned them against each other. What did they do? They created the concept of whiteness. And then they put, you know, they they got it from Europe, Europe or whatever. But you know, they created this concept here in the states Actually, of, of whiteness and. They made blacks inferior in concept and then they created slavery. So now they got this, you know, you start bringing in the slaves and you're telling white people, yeah, you're poor, but you're still better than these, you know, slaves. You still you're more than these slaves. And it was that divide and conquer. And they have used that strategy at every aspect of the social history of the United States. I think Chris Rock actually in his comedy, which uh, if you haven't seen Bigger and Blacker encapsulated in a joke just perfectly. He said, ain't a white person in here that would change positions with me for one moment Mm-mm. and I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, there's a one-legged uh, janitor in the back talking about, no, I'm going to see how this white thing pans out. <laughs> That's the thing that really that concerns me the most because, you know, we talk, you talk about politics, you talk about people who have voted for Trump and you hear the reasons of some of the people why they voted for Trump. Like, yeah, there's a lot of racism, there's a lot of hate and all that stuff, but there's some people who like, they just don't get it. So they voted for Trump because they're like, you know, my health care costs are crazy. Like, I can't afford to take care of my parents because of this condition. What am I supposed to do? Like, so they wanted they wanted something different and they voted for Trump. Well, you voted for somebody who actually is not going to help you. And regardless of what happens over the next however long he's in office or the next four years or the next eight years, what have you, these people are still going to need help. 
They're still uh, going to be suffering. They're, they're still going to be in bad worse situations. conditions than they were. Exactly. And, but they're going to be but still now, not angry at the right people. Exactly. Right. And now they're tweeting like, I voted for you, Trump, and but now wait, you're getting wait, rid of my health care. And why are you doing this? I was about this? to say, I'm not so sure that they're not going to not be angry because like some guy in Colorado, a Republican congressman, tried to have a town hall meeting to talk about health care. Hundreds of people showed up and were like, what the entire fuck? You're about to take my health care away from me. I don't understand. Like, what's going on? I voted for Trump because he said that I was going to get to keep my health insurance. Like, how are you talking about, like, you're going to take it away and, like, you don't have anything to replace it with? Not even a clue of what to replace it with. Not even like a thought. How How about the ACA was actually a Republican plan? It's just... It's like, a Heritage Foundation plan. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, yeah, they set the table for Republicans for how right. long? Back to like uh, uh, Reagan, right? So it's, yes. look, I'm, I'm just looking at it from this perspective. If it's a Heritage Foundation plan, which means it's a Republican plan, okay? And it, 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 there are a lot of things, obviously, that can be fixed about the, the, uh, the ACA. But a lot of people don't even know that the ACA and Obamacare are the same thing. They think that Obamacare is actually the name for the plan. So it's like, oh, we're going to repeal Obamacare because they don't like Obama. Good. Not understanding that the Affordable Care Act is what's been keeping their ass afloat. This doesn't touch me. I have Down the coal miners, that the coal miners that were campaigning and you know railing against Obama, uh, President Obama and the establishment. I don't know what establishment we're talking about because. Oh, yeah. They lost their health coverage. They black lung health coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Short. Yeah. So that's a, uh, my concern is, you know, and, and look. Chrissy just raised a good point. And there are some minor indications that this might be possible. We're at a unique time in history. And you can't say that that frequently because stuff is cyclical and, and a lot of the same patterns happen. Yeah, things can go time. one way or the other real fast. But right now, yeah. we're at a unique time in history because we have things that exist that just have not existed in the past. We do have social media. You know, there was I tell my kid all the time, you never know what you're going to do, want to do with your life because what you want to do may not even exist yet. You know, mm-hmm. I'm working a job right now. My career is a, is a path that I didn't that I didn't know existed when I was a child. Mm-hmm. So there's no way I could have wanted to do this unless I myself had the idea to do this when I was a child. But you, you know, didn't. And I didn't. You, you would know? be a weird child if you So, didn't. yeah. But, you know, there <laughs> Not was- Not to say you weren't a weird child. I remember a time of no internet. You know, I remember yeah. this. I remember a time of no mobile devices. You're dating yourself, Slim. Slow down, son. But, but we live in the era of social media. We live in the era of the 24-hour news cycle. And now we're starting to see some of these people, some of these news personalities in the media, they're starting to get frustrated with, you know- having to report things a certain way instead of having to report things correctly or accurately. So they started, I thought CNN uh, had a, a, like a 10 minute riff the other day where they spent the whole 10 minutes just like pointing out Trump's lies. Like, like that's a unique point. Like news anchors taking a stand, being able to get your information from multiple sources, something happening and then circulating around the world within minutes mm-hmm. on social right. media. We're now in a space where it's possible that if we could get everybody on the same page and stop letting people divide us and conquer us, everybody who needs 
seeds. Everybody who is working hard and not reaping the benefits of their hard work. Regardless yeah. of your race, regardless of your race, color race ethnicity, ethnicity. You're going to get it <laughs> right. Come on. <laughs> your race, your ethnicity, you know, your uh, sexual orientation, you know, everybody who just wants a better life for themselves and their families and they're willing to do what it takes to make that happen. They're willing to work hard. They're willing to work with other people. You know, we just got to expand our mentalities and say we need to be willing to work with all other people, not this specific subset of people that I'm comfortable with. And that's why Flash Black Radio is a new perspective for the multicolored collective. <laughs> You're Carry so on. proud of yourself. Carry Carry on. On. <laughs> So yeah, I just I would like to see people come together. I would like people to see when you read books like A People's History of the United States, when you read books like The New Jim Crow, it starts to become very, very clear that the way people are divided is not an accident. This did not happen no, by accident. This was intentionally, intentionally done. conceived. So yes. can we all say we are no longer going to allow ourselves to be duped and separated and no. divided and say we are going to work together? No. If you like Lee, Lee made a very, you know, he, it was an arbitrary number, but the point was well taken. He said, if you have a, if you don't have a couple million stashed away, that then, is, you know, you, you're, with you us. you're the rest of us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And that's all it is. One percent of the people in this country. Have ninety nine percent what a top one percent have like uh the top uh more wealth than like the bottom thirty three percent or something like that uh, and if you drop it to ten percent then they have like ninety nine percent of the wealth mm-hmm. but I mean that's ridiculous that they've been accumulating so much wealth and what over have the they years. done with it what have how has your life gotten better in the in the midst of them doing what they have done but you you you're blaming uh other people in the same condition poor, as you a poor Mexican immigrant who didn't even come here illegally. You're blaming a poor Mexican immigrant who came here legally and maybe overstayed his visa or something like that for taking a, a job that you, that didn't, you want, didn't want. That you didn't want. That you didn't want. Like this, and if someone offered it, it to you now, you would not take. Let's, yeah, they let's worked stop, the hell out of it. Let's stop. Less poor people and middle class. Oh, people. did the Cowboys lose? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Lord, they lost. did. I'm they sorry. Just lost. Ladies and gentlemen, as a Washington sports fan, let me just say that the Cowboys <laughs> just lost. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Aaron Rodgers just led a masterful drive. I don't know how long the drive was, but I do know the last time I looked at the screen, he had about 40 seconds left, and he drove down the field, completed one last pass with like three seconds left, and left the kicker enough time he to kick a field goal. Home. So good, so, good work, Aaron Rodgers. Th- Sorry, Chris. Since <laughs> the conversation like swayed to sports for a minute, I, I just have a question. <laughs> It's really a comment. It's a little bit of outrage, but I, I do want some comments. Oh. Why is it appropriate for anyone who is playing the Seahawks to troll Russell Wilson by trying to slut shame his wife? That bothered the fuck out of me. I'm so confused. I don't appreciate their response because I think their response is just as disgusting. But I, I don't but know what happened. So can you please explain what happened? Whenever the Seahawks are playing someone, mm-hmm. The way they troll Russell Wilson is by showing pictures of Sierra with past lovers. So they're basically trolling Russell Wilson by trying to slut shame his wife for dating men that she dated when she wasn't with anybody but those men. Well, but first of all, I'd just like to say Sierra's a national people, treasure. Who business is it? <laughs> 
And, see, see. and you know, they were playing um, the Falcons yesterday. Uh-huh. And oh, right. So they trolled the fuck out right. of him. So I think it was like a, was it Belcher Report? Blit? Is that my, am I saying that right? It probably, probably. So they showed a picture of a, a Falcons player like hitting Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. but they put Future's face on it. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's not funny. Did wow. they do that literally? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, and then the fans in the stands make posters. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like, I mean, that, but talking about that, that's been going on for a while. I mean, I'm right, not just, that's right, not Sierra. Like, that, that they did that uh, with um, uh, Carmelo Anthony and Lala, or whatever. Like you know, uh, after right. Kevin Durant, I mean Kevin Garnett. Sorry, well, she's saying that patriarchal foolishness is the right, her, it's like, a problem. That <laughs> like, How is it that you are trolling a man by slut shaming the woman he's with? If you're gonna be disgusted with Russell Wilson, hate him for the same reason I hate Russell Wilson because I'm a 49ers fan and the Seahawks are in our division and they keep winning. That's why I hate Russell Wilson. Which has nothing to do with Sierra. (laughs) I I love Sierra. I want to see her dance right now. She's a national treasure. (laughs) She has a particular video where she beat on a. Never mind. Know what? Know what? He's married. I don't understand why this is even appropriate. (laughs) Like how 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 has this become a thing? What you said become. Well, how, again, how it's, it's, how this, is, this is, is you know, here's the thing know, in sports, and I said it. Uh, I went, I went almost like an hour and a half without saying. Here's no, the you thing. said it <laughs> earlier. I just didn't say anything. Your <laughs> judgment and your derision is well noted. Okay, all right, if, all right. If she did, someone appreciated. She, she would have whispered it like this if she did say. I was trying not to. I was like, you know what? For 2017, I'm going to work on being less. Take this shade and throw it right at you. Take this shade. Speaking of throwing shade, have you seen that there's like a a white TV show called Throwing Shade? Window Shade. No. No, No, it was Window Shades. (laughs) It is not. It's on TV. They were throwing actually actual shades. I think I think I have, but I didn't know it was a white TV. They show. were taking like off their sunglasses yeah. and throwing them. I, I think I saw the title and <laughs> made an assumption that it wasn't a white TV show, but either way, just by the name, no, I don't think I would watch it. A white woman and a white man. So is it like white people trying to actually like throw shade? Like based on the description in the commercial, that's what it sounds like. They're like, oh, if someone says such and such, they're gonna throw shade. And I was like, Jesus, why is this? A thing I resent that, that the internet makes black people have to refresh our culture at a rate. Faster than sometimes even those of us. But the, it, that's what happens anyway. In order to protect ourselves from being Columbus by white folks, I mean, like that's what happens white anyway. People listening, do y'all ever find that anything speed, that belongs to another culture that you not like? I must have this. No. Let's Columbus it. No. I mean, no. kale, no. collard greens at Neiman Everything. Marcus, throwing shade, sipping tea. Weed. Spilling tea. You better read, Christy. But it's just too much. And I it's just want to know that's, that's, can that's we have now. anything to ourselves? Oh my God, there's a new show called be You Better Read Christy on. I just <laughs> I just saw it. It's on the You Better Read Christy. Yeah, it's, it's not it's on so, Flashback Radio. It's, it's so, so bothersome, though, because it's like everything. But don't none of them ever want to be black. And so it's just like, if you don't want to be black, just Stop. Stop Everybody stealing our shit. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. Yep. Right. Which is the truth. Because I, I, the way I talk to white people now, when I have to have a conversation with whether or not racism exists, I always ask, well, okay, fine. You know what? Let's let's not even talk about hypotheticals in the world and blah, blah, blah. You want to be black? Right now. Not a rich black man. Do you just want to be black? And people always stumble. They don't well, ever want to say no I mean, because, like, that would be admitting that, just, like, it's probably fucked up to be black. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you, if your office is a few doors down from mine, 
There is a billionaire somewhere who will feed you to a hungry lion for sport. That's all I'm saying. So we are on the same side. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you black, if you white, whatever. I know the pri- privilege is real and it does exist. And oppression is real and it does exist. But if you strip away all the constructs they created to keep us divided, I am telling you the same way that you got billionaires taking pictures uh, with uh animals that they've killed like they gangster they would do that to poor people like, no, they would they be holding up they be holding up a, a poor person with a rifle in their hand and let's, smiling let's like, actually exactly be what they would be honest doing. about the fact that somewhere in the world rich people do hunt people mm. period point blank we don't have to hear about it somehow we know that somewhere in this world there is a game reserve where rich people right now are hunting human beings. Yeah. That was a movie a few years ago. Ice, Ice T was in that was movie, in yeah. I, wasn't he like I, a I homeless need, person? Yeah, but he's a, a he's a veteran now. I don't even need a movie for that. Look, people still own people. You think they don't hunt them for sport? We need a League of Shadows. This is, this is, we need Do that we? to be real. Yeah. Do when a society reaches the height yeah. of its decadence, but they return the thing, to the, burn the, it to the ground. But here's the thing, like, you know, if you if, if you watch if you watch like, you know, Batman, and I know you do because you're a Batman fan. Of course, of course. But if you watch it, like most of the people in Gotham are bad. It's just they have such bad, like, you know, it's it's the people on the fringe between the politics and like the villains. Well, the League of Shadows is it's a bit of overkill. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. They kill like, everybody. Yeah, yeah. They, they it's just like it's everybody. like it's like yeah, like okay, if you want to go to Bruce Wayne's party and kill everybody at Bruce Wayne's party because they're decadent, that's one thing. I'm saying the but principle. League of Shadows, like you know what, we're gonna just like disintegrate this entire city. Just, just as an example, but not tell anybody why. That's almost like boycotting. No, <laughs> That's almost like they're having the a boycott, but they're not telling quiet, anybody why they're boycotting. Quiet, quiet just, boycotts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna kill this whole town, but we're not gonna tell anybody why. Tell anybody why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the point? I'm not saying that they the League of Shadows is perfect. I'm saying we they can have some reform. Of Sodom and Gomorrah, they know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, we look. I'm saying. I'm not saying we need to, you know, storm the castle with with torches and pitchforks, but I'm saying maybe it's time somebody storm. Although the that's what they said they would do with Trump didn't win the election. Oh yeah, yeah. That, you, that somebody was going to get their musket. Yeah. Uh, just what? just a fucking musket. Yeah, that's what he said. He was he was trying to harken back to the Revolutionary War. That's, that's not efficient to, at all. Yeah, yeah, but that's what he's trying. To, he's trying to sound like like a patriot because you know only patriots have muskets. Okay, patriot, go to Southeast with a musket. See how that works. Out, <laughs> See if you well. Actually, go to Southeast now with a musket. You might make it out. Okay. You, you might be okay. Depending on where you are. Yeah, you might yeah. be the only one strapped, actually, if you go <laughs> with a musket. Like, you know, yeah, it might be go to the edges of PG County where all the Section 8 is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Do yeah, something. I, I don't know. Find, find, Google a poor area. I don't know how you will find a yeah, poor yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. They're not, not going to be on it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Gentrification is real. So, you know. Go where the property value has greatly diminished. Yeah, yeah. Go over. go so on Zillow. Minnesota and see how you fare. Yeah, not so well. Go on Zillow. <laughs> Find an area with diminished home values. It has Minnesota to have fallen precipitously over the last 10 years. Yeah, and okay. then go to that area, but hurry up and go to that area because the gentrification is like next week if yeah. the housing values are real yeah. low. Yeah. Like, I see a train station at night. That is a true statement. What you say? I said Petworth ain't safe that night. People uh, are confused about sound, that it, red it, line. It, it sounds so benign though when you use Petworth. Like, yeah. Petworth. <laughs> but what? then Petworth. You know there was yeah. a logo band called right. Petworth? 
Was it? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's go go band called. There what? That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's information I don't I don't mm-hmm. care to have. But I, now I know it. I feel like I'm not to like burden like somebody else with that. You know that trouble like funk a had like a seven piece wind section. They were go go band. Wind. Wind. Yeah, like woodwinds. Wind. 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 Really? Whip. Cool whip. Yeah. <laughs> really? Cool whip. Yes. I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. I detest your existence. <laughs> wow. And no uncertain terms. I know it. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Wait, okay, and now that we've got matches, ladies and gentlemen, like this, this has been a supersized edition of shit you might have missed uh, with the usual suspects. I am Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the Third. I'm Takia, aka T Rich. It's your boy S Double, aka Slim Williams, in the building. I am nicknameless Christy Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> so enthused. She's throwing shade. Look, look ladies and gentlemen. Right. Coming soon to ABC. <laughs> we thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We told you we were going to get back to work this week. We've had a couple of light weeks prior to, but we wanted to make sure we got back into the swing of things. Gave you all some food for thought. So just to wrap up very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be mindful. If you're going to be active and be an activist, then be committed. Don't do it halfway. So if you're going to commit to something, do it. And don't try to like, you know, out-rationalize the the movement. If it's going to be benefit for yourself and your people and the people, then make a sincere consideration for that. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is the usual suspects of Flash Black Radio. This has been shit you might have missed. And we thank you so much for listening. Check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. And make sure you give us a like rate us and leave a comment because Comments, if you listen, yes. but you don't rate us and you don't comment, then that don't count. And we would like to keep bringing you this wonderful content. Yes, we would. Right. All of what they said. Even if your content is about, you know, how awesome Slim is, like, you go, don't keep it in. Just say that. Really? Say, let, let the world hear. Really? What? Let the world hear. <laughs> really? What the world needs now is Slim. We're going to fade out on that. Slim. Ladies and That's gentlemen, right. thank you. Stay Bye. blessed. That's the only Stay beautiful. Reason. Love you, peace. people listen to usual suspects? What's the world needs now? You look genuinely pleased with yourself, too. He's the only one that they listen to. Sound like Donald Trump now. Yeah. I'm the only one who can make this change. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only me. If you need your Jaina grabbed, let me know. I'm here for you, ladies and gentlemen. I will grab that Gina. I will grab it with both hands. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, if it's a, you know, I have very tiny hands. I need, <laughs> I need both hands to grab an average-sized Gina. Average size Gina? Yes, because my is, hands. Is this, this, this sans camel toe? I'm going to be the Don't smallest hands oh. POTUS.